totally means nobody gets left behind. And now, from the Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor, it's the Mickey Dudes Podcast. Here's your master of ceremonies, Wazowski. Hello, humans! Hello, humans, and welcome to another episode of the Mickey Dudes Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Koch, joined tonight by our producer, Greg Nevis. I regret nothing. Ever. And our rotating Mickey Dude commentator, Jeff Williams. Flash photography? I wouldn't. It alters the homing signal, and that's not good. Our other rotating commentator, Kyle Ostrander, was supposed to be with us, but the uh, technology gods are not uh, working in his favor, so he might be joining us later on on this call. And at the moment, our other co-host, Pat Gennetti, is actually not stuck on Small World. He's actually on a class trip with his uh, social studies class to Washington, D.C. So, Mr. Gennetti went to Washington. So he stuck with small people. Yes, small people in a large world. (laughs) Nice. And today is a rather special day on the Mickey Dudes podcast. We are proud to bring some ladies on our show for the very first time. It is my pleasure to introduce the incredible Miss Jessica Holmes and her adoptive daughter, Brooke, on our show tonight. Hi. Everybody's got a laughing place. (laughs) Excellent. Nice. Uh, today, as we record this, uh, Disney released the video for Soren. Did anybody see that online today? You betcha. I have not seen that. Yeah, the new the new one, Soren Over the World. Yep. And they also um, released a video from Shanghai of the new Pirates of the Caribbean. And with that, I'd like to get into a Mickey Dudes poll. As King of Sugar Rush, I hereby officially decree that it's time for a Mickey Dudes podcast poll. I'm a little bit skeptical because my understanding is when a park gets a new piece of technology, they can't release it anywhere for a certain amount of time. I think it's like five years or something. That was the case with the trackless ride system for the Ratatouille ride in Paris. It's uh, almost has an expiration date and then it can come to the other parks. So I'm just kind of hoping now that we got a taste of uh, what's to come in Shanghai, that Shanghai isn't going to have the uh, exclusive rights to it for a few years while they're in the process of building all of the Star Wars stuff. If that's the case, I kind of think that if the way Disney takes forever on construction anyway and they make us wait, if I have to wait a little bit while longer for Star Wars to have it that spectacular, I say let the wait continue. Jeff, what do you think? I, I really enjoyed the balancing act of... Uh tactile uh, animatronics with uh, I'm not I'm not opposed to screens um, used in the, the proper manner and then the fact that their ride vehicle uh, rotates and kind of uh, moves in random seemingly random directions um, that really adds to it I, I really think that in 2017 will be the next time we see something of this nature and that'll be Pandora the world of Avatar and I really think uh, we're going to get a nice taste of it um, with the uh, the Avatar Flight of Passage. I think that's going to be primarily screen-based and on a simulator, and I, th- I think we're going we're gonna to all love it. Excellent. And Jessica, what do you think? I thought the video was absolutely incredible. I'm a huge Pirates fan anyway, so I was kind of geeking out a little bit. 
Um, I, I definitely hope that we'll see it with Avatar or Star Wars, but as slow as Disney moves, I'm I'm a little wary, but hopeful. I got one complaint about the whole Shanghai Pirates. I okay. don't understand a single thing they were saying. That's it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Leave it to you, Kyle. <laughs> and with that, we'd like to know what you guys think. Please tweet us at our general uh, Twitter account at the Mickey Dudes or email us at the Mickey Dudes at gmail.com. Ladies, will you take a moment to uh, tell our listeners a little about yourselves and how you uh, got into Disney? Well, I have been into Disney for about five years now. We first went when my youngest son, Brandon, I'm sorry, my oldest son, Brandon, was five at the time, and we took a family trip with him, and we loved it so much that we decided to take an adults-only trip a few months later for our anniversary because it was so much we wanted to experience. We did some backstage tours and just did all the things that we didn't get to do on that first trip. And we've been hooked ever since. We got annual passes and schedule as many trips as we can. While I was with my son, Alex, who is now two, I discovered Run Disney. And I've been scheduling even more trips. Brooke came to join our family at the very end of March, which was about two weeks before our trip for the Dark Side races. So I was very excited to introduce Disney. Excellent. And Brooke, were you a fan of Disney beforehand? Um, not really. Um, they kind of dragged me into it and I had to accept it because <laughs> it's mostly what they're about. So, um, yeah, I wasn't really all that into it, but it's, it's pretty cool. Glad to hear. And that's actually one of the reasons why I wanted to have you guys on this show tonight. Uh, the night before you guys left for uh, your trip, I happened to be uh, browsing uh, my Facebook feed and uh, I saw Jessica's uh, feed come up that she was going to be springing a surprise trip to Disney on Brooke after she uh, joined her family in the last couple weeks. and. This was going to be their first family trip down to uh, Disney World as, the, as a group. And she kind of set up a little scavenger hunt. And I thought it was absolutely amazing how she was bringing the surprise and what she was doing. So I took a screenshot of her post and I shared it with all of the Mickey dudes who were completely enamored by this idea. And they all said, we must have the two of you on for a trip report after the trip was done. So... Jessica, can you tell us a little bit about the scavenger hunt you set well, up? Well, I set up some clues, and I made up little silly rhymes, <laughs> and I put some outside and some inside, and we just kind of sprang it on Brooke, and I think she thought we were totally crazy. Um, she had no idea what we were doing. We told her we had a little game we wanted her to play, and... I kind of got a little wide-eyed. I was like, what in the world? <laughs> <laughs> and so at the, the very end, there was a box, and she opened the box, and inside the top of the box said, surprise, we're going to Disney World, and we're leaving tomorrow. And <coughs> inside the box was a couple of shirts and an autograph book and a little Jiminy Cricket. Mm-hmm. That is awesome. So now, did you, re- did you think that they were uh, nuts? While you were playing um, this game? At first, I was a little surprised just the way they announced that they were going to play a little game. So I just kind of went along with it. But 
it was, it turned out to be pretty fun. So afterwards, I thought that they were just a little bit insane. <laughs> just a tiny bit. <laughs> so where did you guys stay? We stayed at All Star Sports. Oh, I was there too. Okay, I didn't know that. This trip was extra, extra special because not only was it Brooke's first trip, but my I Run 4 buddy and his family also came and joined us. Oh, nice. What was their uh, cause for their running? Well, um, I Run 4 is an organization that I belong to, and they match up people who can't run, whether they're, um, whether they have a disability or they're sick. Um, they match up buddies with runners, and we dedicate our runs to them and our races and we usually wear a shirt with their name on it or put their name on our, our arm. And my buddy is Dylan and he is five years old and he has cerebral palsy. And his family, his dad is actually a runner too and he ran the half and their family came down and we stayed in adjoining rooms and we just had a blast. That sounds amazing. I didn't even know that existed. I'm looking it up right now. I believe now. the website is whoirunfor.com. Excellent. Uh, so before we actually start uh, talking about your uh, family vacation, I just want to get your view on the, um, and I hear a little bit about your experience running the Dark Side Challenge. Uh, myself did it, uh, Jeff did it. We all ran that race. Uh, considering we're on two of the same running teams, the Mickey Milers and Team Shenanigans, we just kind of wanted to get your take on the race situation for uh, the Dark Side Challenge. Well, I had a great time at all three races. I did the, the 5K with my husband, and actually our costumes were featured on a BuzzFeed list last week, which I was super excited about. Um, <laughs> nice. But we got there really early. I always try and get on the first bus, and the lines were not bad at all for the, the characters and the backdrops. And I think we, we hit four or five of those, so I was really excited to get all those out of the way. And then we just we had a blast at the race. And then for the 10K, I got there and noticed was that the lines were way longer than they had been for the 5K. And I, the only picture that I wanted that day was with Boba Fett because I was dressed as Snoba Fett. And so he was already leaving, or he was already gone when I got up there. And so I had to get my picture with him afterward. So that was a half Snow White, half Boba Fett costume? Yes. That's <laughs> awesome. Is that the one that made BuzzFeed? No, the one that made BuzzFeed was my husband and I were um, ghost host troopers. We were a mashup between Haunted Mansion and Stormtroopers. Yeah, that is amazing. I just saw that on Instagram. That's brilliant. <laughs> we will definitely tweet out the uh, BuzzFeed article the day that this comes out. Thank you. And put it in our show notes. But I am at the half. I had a great time, too. Um, I started off running with some teammates from Team Shenanigans, ended up getting separated from them around mile two, so I just ran the rest of the race by myself, but I had a great time. I enjoyed seeing the cosplayers out on the course. I didn't have any of the problems with the congestion or bus issues afterward, and my family and my buddy Dylan were cheering around mile 12, so it was just amazing experience all around for me and i'm a big star wars fan too so as we all are on this podcast okay so now that we got the run out of the way take us through the trip day by day as far as uh, maybe some of the things that stood out the most maybe some uh, good family memories that you made uh, on this trip uh, new experiences you might have had uh, 
for both you, Brooke, and the rest of your family. Well, they think this was a very different kind of trip for us just because we were with another family. Um, we had a whole lot of kids with us. They have three kids. I think one thing that definitely stood out was my son, Brandon, and their son, Devin, became instant best friends. <laughs> Those two were together every day, all day, holding hands, walking through the park, um, just completely, they were just instant best friends, and that was really cool to see. We are usually up early at rope drop at the parks all day, and this trip had to be a little different um, just because of the situation and with the races. So I think the the first park that we hit was the Magic Kingdom. I, I'll let Brooke tell you, I guess, her impression, her first impressions. So um, I was a little skeptical at first of the whole idea and general outlook of Disney, but they told me that it was going to be okay because it's awesome. So at first we were in the park and I was just, just a tad bit not into the whole thing. And was it, was it that day we met him? No. No, I think it was a couple of days later. Okay. She had a very magical moment. Yes, it was, it was, it was quite something. But. I think she, she was a little reserved going into it. One of my favorite things was watching her at the parade and a couple of characters called out to her and just watching her face and seeing how giddy she was. <laughs> it was just, that was one of the things that definitely made the trip for me. What was your favorite ride in the Magic Kingdom? Ooh, that's, that's difficult. Um, probably Pirates of the Caribbean. Nice. Good choice. Mm-hmm. Thank you. But we did have a lot of fun taking silly pictures on, <laughs> on Space Mountain and Splash Mountain. But we went to breakfast at Ohana. I believe it was on Saturday morning it after was. the race. And Brooke got to meet Stitch. And I'll let her tell you about that. So whenever we first walked in the restaurant, I was like keeping my eyes open and peeled looking for Stitch. Because he's like amazing. And he's like my best friend. But anyways... Um, I was not looking for Lilo because I do not like her, but (laughs) she kind of freaks me out too. She's just, she's different, but, um, as far as when we walked into Ohana's, of course I was looking out for Stitch and I was waiting on them to call our table. And whenever we got back to the table, I saw Stitch from across the room and I started like, I don't know, what would you call it? Like, I was getting emotional yeah very emotional and whenever he finally got over to the table I cried literally um Jess you want to tell him how bad (laughs) well we had to go find Stitch again later to get some more pictures because she was crying in every single one that we took the first time (laughs) did you do it in Ohana or in the uh, Magic Kingdom we met him both places she went and got more picture Ohana, mm-hmm. and then she met him again another day. That's awesome. At the Magic Kingdom. It was great. We're definitely a Stitch family, no doubt about it. Well, you know what they say. Ohana means family. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't resist. Brooke does a pretty good Stitch impression. <laughs> oh, really? Would you like to do it for us? Give me, give me something to say. Family means no, nobody gets left behind. Family means nobody gets left behind. 
That is awesome. You Trump Trump rice dish. I give that one to you. You won that one. Okay, that sounds great. That was really good. Yes. Okay, how many days were you there? We were there for a whole week. We went Wednesday to Wednesday. Now, did you just stay in Disney, or did you do any of the other parks, like Universal or SeaWorld or anything like that? No, we stayed in Disney the whole time. Okay. What are some uh, things that stood out from uh, days in the other parks or at Disney Springs? Um, I would say definitely Rock and Roller Coaster was one of Brooke's favorite things. Ooh, it was my favorite. And then Tower of Terror. That was something. I ride Tower of Terror and I love the ride, but there's always before beforehand, as I'm in the line, I no matter how many times I ride it, I have this huge fear thinking to myself, what am I doing? This is absolutely crazy. And my stomach starts to like churn and I get these butterflies beforehand. Then by the end of the ride, I'm thinking to myself, oh, it's over now? I want to do it again. Was there any type of um, suspense feelings, uh, not not knowing what you were getting into going for these, uh, going on this ride? Um, I was really feeling the same feeling like in the line, but I knew I had to do it. The biggest like fear moment for me was not knowing when the first drop was going to be. That was, yeah, that was the biggest moment for me. But afterwards, I really wanted to ride it again. Now, do you do roller coasters a lot, or is it one of those uh, newfound things for you? It, um, we actually went to Bush Gardens a couple weeks before Disney World, so I was, okay. I was very into roller coasters, and the first one I rode was Loch Ness Monster. Oh, it's classic. Yeah, it was, it was great, but Jessica calls me a roller coaster snob because I'm very into roller coasters, and I was, like, complaining about most of the ones at Disney. She's very into the thrill rides. Yes. You're really not going to find it there. I like how the uh, suspense builds up of rock and roller coaster when you see, as you come ac- around the corner, you see the uh, roller coaster just speed up going from zero to 60 out into the tunnel. Did that kind of like get you excited for Yeah, that ride? for the whole entire ride that, that led me out. So, yeah, definitely. We rode that one multiple, like, multiple times. Like, at least... Four times that day. Wow. I had a lot of fun at Animal Kingdom. That was going to be my next question. What did you think of Everest? I missed the Yeti both times that I rode it. I rode it twice really? and I yeah. couldn't see it, but I really liked the aspect of the ride. So it was really fun. Have you had a chance to go on YouTube and watch a quick point of view where they show the Yeti a little bit more uh, in detail? Actually, I have not. That's your homework. I'll have to do that sometime. Wait, what detail is there? I definitely recommend that. Okay. Exactly. Okay. And that's that's something to aspire to for your next trip. I mean, is it a slow mode? It might be a little better than just right by real quick. <laughs> That's true. You just see a strobe light and just a really, a really angry creature. Disco <laughs> Yeti. Way, we can pause it. <laughs> it was actually really funny. Probably about a week before our trip, my son Brandon sat Brooke down on the couch one day and started showing her YouTube videos of every ride at Disney. <laughs> and he had no idea where we were going either. It was a complete surprise to him as well. For all your children, it was, uh, it, it was a surprise or just... It was. We actually didn't tell Brandon until the day that we left. Nice. How old is Brandon? Ten. That's probably a good idea. <laughs> no, he is not a good secret keeper. I don't think I could have kept that a secret either. <laughs> That's what yeah. I was thinking. <laughs> 
But I was just sitting there giggling the whole time he was showing her all these rides. Yeah, I don't think I would be able to contain myself at that point. I think I would have probably blabbed that secret myself. It was a Me tough too. one to keep, but worth it. Almost yeah. definitely. So did the did they have a scavenger hunt too? Uh, Brandon did not. Brooke actually helped me with that one. We pretended that he got some mail, and it was also a box that said, surprise, we're going to Disney, and we leave tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Mm, That's great. What are some uh, moments that stand out with your sons? Well, this trip, Alex was a little older. He is, he's almost three now, and he rode the mine train for the first time. (laughs) And he was so proud of himself. He still talks about it. He asked to watch the video. He struck up a conversation with a little girl on the bus about it. And it's just he talks about the mind train and how it goes up and down and it goes so fast. So that was definitely his highlight. And then I think it was just really fun to watch Brandon with a friend and to see him make such a good connection. Uh, Brandon is also adopted and... His friend Devin were adopted, and they had some great conversations about being adopted and about getting bullied at school. And now they are pen pals, and we are actually going to visit their family uh, next for a race. Which race would that be? I'm doing the She Power Half in Indiana. Nice. As far as um, Epcot, what were some things that stood out for Epcot? I think Epcot may have been a little... Was that where the giant golf ball was? Uh. <laughs> Same difference. Right. There's a learning curve. She has she has time. <laughs> well, we let it slide for now. Of course. Yeah. Um, since Soren was still is still shut down, I think Epcot may have been a little anticlimactic after the other parks. Of course, we did lots of snacking. Right. And more snacking and, <laughs> and then some more. What was some of your favorite food that you tried down there? Starbucks. Yes, definitely. When she realized Starbucks was a snack <laughs> credit, kind of went a little crazy. But. Nice. <laughs> also, if you the Starbucks in in the parks, I mean they they definitely uh, pull out all the stops. There's the, the food offerings are like ten times better than a normal Starbucks. But the Starbucks at Animal Kingdom, I was definitely not happy with because of their paper straws. I had to change it about three times at least. Hey, I can't even I can't even do the paper straws at all. There's there's something about cardboard or paper touching my lips. It just skeeves me out. Meanwhile, yeah, my husband loves those paper straws, and he will get extra to bring home <laughs> to use at home. Okay. <laughs> they start to disintegrate around your lips, and then they st- and then it starts to poke you with the higher the uh, part that hasn't dissolved yet, and it's just annoying. I throw them away myself. Ugh. So I was trying to introduce Brooke to all the wonderful cupcakes of the world. And I think we missed going to Starring Rolls and getting a cupcake. But that's something we'll definitely on our list for next time. Oh, yeah. You need to try that Butterfinger cupcake. Mm-hmm. That's what they're famous for. Yes, that's good stuff. Did Starring Rolls shut down or Writer's Stop shut down? Writer's Stop. Yeah, originally, they were going to close Writer's Stop, but they kept it open. Yeah, they've they've changed it a bit. I think you could still get the ki- the carrot cake cook. I was almost going to say the Kyle cake cookie, but that too. It's more Jeff- delicious. <laughs> it's more of Jeff's thing. The Kyle cookie. No, let it go. Let it go. <laughs> Keep going. Well, it definitely sounds like a magical trip. Do you have anything else to add about it? 
The only other thing I wanted to say was that I think one really cool thing that came from this trip and from being dragged to races this weekend is that Brooke expressed her interest in learning to and training to run a 5K. And we have been training for about the past, I guess, three weeks since we came home. We immediately started a couch to 5K program with her, and we've been three days a week together. That's awesome. Nice. Well, you know what they say. Family that runs together has fun together. <laughs> I like the couch part best. <laughs> <laughs> so do I, and I run. Don't get medals for sitting on the couch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You can make your own medals. Yeah, just use the... Shrink. Well, you can use the change that you find between the cushions. That's true. Dave uses the uh, couch to refrigerator app. If you got young kids, you got the change and the duck fruit snacks together. That's a pretty metal right there. And some Legos if you're in my house. Oh my yes. I got a question though. With the youngins there, all your kids you got, you find the uh, the fountains at Disney Springs uh, fun or a waste of time? I think those are fun. My youngest loves to run through them. And then we all end up running through them usually. Jessica, you are my new favorite person now for answering that, that answering that way because Kyle and I had this heated conversation about this in Disney Springs. <laughs> Kyle, why don't you share your views on that? Because you weren't on the on the uh, chip report that uh, Chuck alluded to your displeasure of that. Yeah, he had to bring that up. The fountains are great. You know, if you're going there, you got to change your clothes for the kids. You're playing on, hey, they're going to run to the fountain. Hey, bring some clothes. But not like you're tired. Fountain, kids go off running. They're wet. They get on the bus. They're crying because they're wet and cold. You're crying because they're crying. And <laughs> you just, just have to teach time. them strategy so they run through the fountain at the correct time and no one gets <laughs> wet. Yeah, I was in the bed of a spawn of Kyle. We had no strategy. Yeah, that would involve thinking. Yes. <laughs> Wait a minute. All right. Excellent. With our guests, we like to do a series of rapid fire questions. And since we are a fan of the movie Cars, we have decided to pay tribute to the great Lightning McQueen in a little segment we call the Piston Cup. Lightning McQueen is going to win the Piston Cup. Okay, gentlemen, you were all given questions. Jeff, floor it. What is your favorite non-park activity at Disney World? Well, I would say running, but since that involves the parks, I'm going to say eating at the Poly, either at Kona or Ohana. <laughs> nice. Good answer. Kyle, Florent. What do you think is the most underrated attraction on property? Living with the land. I love living with the land. I love seeing all the plants and the giant fruits and... Uh, I love the way it smells, and I, I just love the whole thing. And that is the correct answer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Excellent. Greg, floor it. Ladies, I want to hear from each of you. What is your favorite animatronic show in Disney World? Mine is definitely the Carousel of Progress. That was also mine. <laughs> <laughs> great answer. Great answer. Well, there is a great, great beautiful tomorrow. There is. <laughs> there is. And rounding out in the end, if you could be anywhere in Disney Springs right now, where would you be? I would be shopping at the co-op. Um, I just like all the little, the little different things that they have in there. Um, the I collect the 
trash can, salt and pepper shakers, and the the kitcheny stuff, the the plates and and all of that kind of fun stuff. Nice. We're planning on doing a show on the co-op pretty soon. We gave each we gave uh, all of us a budget and sent us on an imaginary shopping trip through the co-op. So we'll be recording that one pretty soon, actually. Cool. I'll definitely look. Of course, while we were doing that, Kyle was out playing in the fountains. <laughs> like I said, your favorite part of Disney Springs is not the fountains, correct? Not the splash pad? <laughs> you won't be there right now. No. Okay. Maybe, maybe after the co-op. Uh, I'll oh. hit those on the way out. I'll take it. Excellent. Well, ladies, it was a pleasure having you on our show as the first uh, female guest. We hope to have plenty more, and you are welcome to come back at any time. Take a minute to uh, let us uh, know where they can follow you on social media. Okay, well, thank you so much for having us. You can find me on Instagram at BookNerdRunner or on Twitter, which I don't use that much, at BlueSkies24, and that's Blue, S-K-Y-Z-E, 24. And I'm on Facebook as Jessica Holmes. Perfect. Jeff, where can they find you? On Instagram, I'm just Brain Dew, as in Mountain Dew, and then Twitter, Brain Dud 92. Kyle, what about you? On the Twitter machine, I'm at TurkeyLeg1, and on the Facebook, Kyle Ostrander. Greg? And on Facebook, look me up under Greg Nevis, and that's spelled N E V I U S. And uh, ladies, thanks for coming on. I always said, you know, this place could use a woman's touch, and I appreciate you evening out the testosterone here. Thank you so much. We love being here. <laughs> yes. This was a long time coming. We were talking about the need to get a few ladies on our show. So this is something that I hope to be a uh, continuous trend with the Mickey Dudes podcast. And you can find me on Twitter at Figments Reality and look me up on Facebook under Dave Koch. And with that, we wish you all a magical day. Remember... Make family memories count. Goodbye, everybody. You've just listened to another exciting episode of the Mickey Dudes Podcast. You can find the Mickey Dudes on Facebook at the Mickey Dudes Podcast and on Twitter at the Mickey Dudes. If you enjoyed our podcast, please share the love on Stitcher or iTunes. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you again real soon.